0: Lord, let I Hello and good afternoon everybody I hope you're having a wonderful Wednesday. It's uh, not too hot yet. (laughs) Yet. So, Leslie, this is going to be a fun chapter.
1: I'm so very excited about this chapter. Hi, everybody. I hope you've been having a good week. I have to apologize. I have been a very, very busy little bee um, working, working, working and working some more so I've not been on social as much as I typically am Um, I will see things on occasion but I haven't really been interactive very much so I miss you guys and I was really (laughs) looking forward to the podcast so we could talk about this chapter and all fun things related to SR
0: Yes, we have such this this song actually um that's playing in the background is something that sr suggested he had mentioned um annie ducras in his uh, in the chapter when nicholas came in and was they were futzing around the apartment and so i asked him what was he what was he playing so, this is the song, actually, that they were playing as they came in. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. Very so thank exciting. Thank you, SR. Thank you very much, SR.
1: Yes, yes. We're very happy that he sent us his uh, the music.
0: Yes. I always tell him he can, he can add whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Just let me know, and I'll add it to the playlist. So... Um, um. Basically, our announcements are pretty much the same. We have, uh, you know, the the Czech version coming out May 23rd of *The Man in the Black Suit*. Uh, the Florentine series that's being translated into Italian. Uh, I believe *The Prince* is out on the 30th. I'm sorry, that's for, very um, exciting. The French, yeah, and *The Raven* will be in October and i know that the florentine series is coming out but i'm not exactly sure on those dates yet uh passion flicks uh as far as i know he still has not seen the uh, script and there's been no casting yet although he's hoping to have an update soon for us um that's
1: gonna be very that's gonna be huge when that all comes together you know
0: true That is. True. <laughs> I
1: love it uh, Betty, Betty says Willie and Raven are taking over the world
0: well as they should <laughs> yes they Willie. should
1: they really should
0: so that's basically what's uh, yeah, going on now I know that um, Gabriel's promise is in middle of edits and if I'm not mistaken, I did see Nina has a, uh, a beta copy of it, I guess. Because she said she oh, that's reading exciting. it yesterday. And uh, that was on Facebook, I think, or Twitter, I forget which. But it's mm-hmm. um, coming together. And hopefully he'll have something on that pretty soon, too. You know, we don't have the cover released yet or... or anything like that. So
1: It's early, though. See. It's still May. Yes. That's I don't true. think they're going to do the cover. I don't think they're going to do the cover till later, don't you? I guess it depends on timing with the filming, and I probably don't want yeah, to jam part all of the, all of the uh, announcements so. at once. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, he's also... Uh, he- mentioned something uh, the other day where you know he's kind of twiddling his thumbs on the edit
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh because i guess you know he writes stuff they send it off they say change this change that he fixes it sends it back and whatever but he's uh contemplating what he's going to be doing next so oh my if gosh you have any well, ideas have and you suggestion. want to bombard him. <laughs>
1: I want another Nicholas and Acacia book let's, that's I'm putting it out there. Let's go SR. I know, I know you want to.
0: (laughs) You You know, you want to do it. There's such good ideas for capers for them.
1: Right. I mean, this is definitely, and I know we've mentioned it in the past, but Mm -hmm. the, the world that these characters walk in. Is just ripe for, for the muses to unleash their magic on SR's mind. Uh, there, it just sure. lends itself to so many different, um, so many different uh, cultures, different works of art, different types of art, uh, different types of collectibles, different kinds of valuables. I mean. I think it's really going to be, where does SR want to travel next?
0: <laughs> right, exactly. I think well, that's, I, know I think
1: that's something be... about the
0: South Pole.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> and, and I like Kenzie's, but, I like you know, you Kenzie's, whole... uh, Kenzie's uh, saying a fantasy a... novel or perhaps a poetry
0: collection. That would be nice too. But Nicholas and Acacia could work themselves well into a Jack Ryan type. If you're into the Tom Clancy. Yeah. But, you know, just there's so many different stories. And uh, there was another one. My husband used to read. What was his name? Dirk. Something or other. But he. 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 I think he he was in horse racing and stuff, but he had I don't know Ooh. how many novels written, as he's the main character. So um, he got into all that kind of stuff, which was fine. But he didn't get to finish yeah. reading all of the A through uh, X, y, Z, uh, A through Y books at Sue Grafton and she yes, passed away my before friend she friend
1: my friend loves those books and I have not yet read any of those Sue Grafton novels she just thought they were great I you know again on my list my unending list I still have to finish um, a Discovery of Witches trilogy
0: uh, you don't want to miss that
1: I know I've, I read the first book and I am hooked I am really hooked. I get it. I I so, understand why you and Sr. and Samia and so many others were raving about um, Deborah Harkness. Really, really exciting. Really her books are her her book was so good. I can't wait to read the rest. Um, Kenzie said,
0: the, "What uh, about Sunday.
1: scientists researching together in the South Pole and some tension is brewing between them?" I like that, Kenzie.
0: That would be fun. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Build an igloo.
1: <laughs> Kenzie's uh, anticipating season two, by the way. Uh, I think for Discovery of Oh, I know. witches. I know. Uh, and Lori is with me. We've uh, only only read the first book. We'll, we'll get through them, Lori. I have
0: a friend who've only read. Yeah, I, I. It's funny. I was. I posted something about Discovery of Witches on uh, Facebook. And this woman that i was very friendly with when i lived in hastings our sons were in the same class um she goes pam what channel is it on and i and i told her and she's like i only read the first book but i i gotta see this so i said i said you're missing you're gonna miss the other so and then i think the sunday we're in toronto is the uh last uh episode see uh, i think it's episode eight of the tv show so it's on to me i've only seen it a hundred times i
1: I know (laughs) well my daughter and i are going to watch it i'm trying to get her to read it but i said i said will you at least watch it with me because i think i i i know for sure that she would really really like the books and like the trilogy so Mm -hmm. Um you know, I, I said you you could even listen to it on audio, so she might do that. and we also are talking about watching and reading American Gods, um, a different, obviously a bit different genre than our mm. beloved romance, but um, they both sound really good. Lori asked if season about two season of
0: two
1: is based on the second book. I would defer to you guys.
0: Is that yes, the it case? Is. It will be okay. on the shadow of night and uh, Deb Harkness did a Facebook live. I think it was Monday. And I, I happened to see it. She uh, they they're doing um, the pre production stuff right now because they have to start building the sets because that's ah, so um, cool the, it's based. Yeah, it's going to be based in 1500s London. Oh, so they, have, cool. they have all kinds of stuff that they have to do and costuming that they have to change so it's, it's, it should be very interesting I'm looking forward to it, it, it the, I enjoyed that part of the story too so anything very very cool
1: yes Kenzie says she's only 100 and something pages into it usually she watches things until she's read the novels but couldn't handle being spoiled, but she felt like she kept reading and reading and wasn't getting anywhere. It's definitely a dense novel. Yes, Kenzie, it is. I um, it is. It, uh, it is really, uh, as I say, it's a really meaty book. Um, I imagine that's what the Outlander books are like. I have not read Outlander yet. Um, all those Betty, KK, Lori, have uh, any of you guys read any of the Outlander series? I've heard the same. Um.
0: I haven't
1: read a book five yet. Mm-hmm. Kenzie so said yes. Others. Those are very dense. That's what I. That's what I heard very, too. Very so.
0: And actually, I listened to them on audio. Mhm. I, I. didn't buy the. Physical how books. is it
1: listening to them? I was wondering how a really dense book translates on audio. I, I was a little concerned it would bad. be almost too. Really. It's not too yeah. overwhelming.
0: The, the no, but you know, it's one of these things where you you're gonna pick it up and drop it off at certain points because because it's you know like for me it's I'm only in my car when I'm listening to an audio book and because mm-hmm. my my phone doesn't go over to uh, my speaker for for audio I don't know why it's just not set up for that. But um, you know, I, or I can put it on the computer if I want to. But um, normally, I, it's just when I'm driving.
1: So, yeah, you know, I can uh, understand I'm, that. And you, you have good chunks of time to be on the car on your biweekly uh, trips to the city.
0: Yeah, that's when my son decides he's going. He's not going to go these days, and which is. Uh, kind of disappointing because I do love to uh listen to the books when I'm driving up there I'm right now I'm finishing up I'm finishing up the mister on audio uh you know I read the book and now it's the audio and that's really good
1: I I really want to listen to the audio book because I've heard some really good things about it and the different accents and it sounds great i'm I, i'm just yeah. i just love that story i think i was gushing about it on our prior podcast well, i just um thought that it was beautiful it was just depending
0: a, upon how long our ride is i have to check the timing <laughs> our on trip that is. Book, but um <laughs> you know we could listen to it on the way to
1: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like we're going to be talking too much <laughs>
0: I have a feeling that
1: too. But. I know. Or anyway. we could listen to Gabriel's so, Inferno
0: on the way up. We could, we could.
1: As Gotta we drive past all the places drove. we have to go by. I know. Actually I'm putting this out there. I was gonna put post this on the the foxes den and I probably will, but we have some uh, diehard fans on the podcast right now. Does anyone know um, or have a listing of all the locations from Gabriel's Inferno. Um, I feel like I've seen it somewhere out in the social media universe, and I was just curious because I thought, if not, I will come. I will try and compile it before we go. But I was just curious if anyone has the listings of, you know, where. The- where the different settings of the book are. Um, obviously, we know Sealand's Grove and we know Susquehanna University and we know mm-hmm. the Pennsylvania places, but oh, I wanted, Saint obviously, yeah. to see the Toronto. Mm-hmm. St. Joe's, uh, Philadelphia National Airport, the Four Seasons. We still haven't done Just the full the Pennsylvania uh, portion. Really? <sighs>
0: yeah.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: They, I think they opened up another one, but it's more, more, it's center to town. Where mm-hmm. the, they where it was when, well, sorry, I probably wrote about it. It's right across from wow. the cathedral in Philadelphia at Logan Circle. So it's. Okay. That big Logan, that fountain park right there. So anyway. Oh yeah. 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 We'll check with the well, Guile Empire.
1: Yes, uh, yeah, Kenzie suggested Argyle Empire, I saw that Betty had said the muse. no, Ken, oh Oh, gosh, someone said the Muses, was it KK? Karen, KK. Yeah, yes, and Kenzie said I found one of SR's website, thanks Kenzie, I knew if I asked you guys, I wouldn't even have to post it on the Foxes Den. We're oh such great gosh. fans, so, aren't we? <laughs>
0: we are. stalker much?
1: <laughs> I am not a stalker. Uh, I am a fan. No, I, I feel am. like no. I might enable, I, I might be a, an enabler of stalkers, but... <laughs> that could be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Lord. would be a fun book for SR to write. So, Trying to uh, escape the fandom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. If we do have a Stalkers great. Anonymous group, we have to get Nancy Kane involved.
1: <laughs> well, she's his number one fan, as she points out.
0: That's right. That's right. Well, actually,
1: Nancy Kane was one of the people I thought may that may have the list. Um, but I, I'm I, I knew I'd seen it posted around it probably was on the the website <laughs> Kenzie said he said once he would write about his readers in the best way <laughs> that's debatable LOL, just kidding no I think actually Kenzie I think he would He appreciates uh, us and I think I think there's a lot of respect I think I, I think our readers are. You know our community of readers have a lot of respect um, for SR's desire for for privacy, and I think um, I really think it's great that we recognize and honor um, that as one of his wishes. So, okay. I think he gets a kick out of us, and I think he, <laughs> I think he's incredibly appreciative of um, of the support and the enjoyment of his work and the positivity and support that we provide each other. Um, so mm-hmm. <laughs> Betty goes stalkers, never, just really enthusiastic fans who love to wander around Gabriel's neighborhood. <laughs> yes. I, I think it really is a, a, the it, it, visualizing the story, right? You know, I, I remember when I traveled to Seattle, I was so excited about driving on the I-5 because that is the road Mm -hmm. that Christian and Anna would drive on, um, Mm -hmm. or, you know, in the story and and being able to, I did not go to a Scala. I did see, you know, obviously though, I was on the sound. I went out on the water and Mm -hmm. I just, I honestly fell in love, um. E.L. James did a great job of describing it, and I, if I recall, she didn't even visit, right? I think a lot of it was based no, she, on her research.
0: It was, and I think Jen actually, I think, helped quite a bit.
1: Right. I know Jen helped get the, uh, some, some of the, the real with, uh, descriptive no, stuff, yeah. Yes, which is so cool.
0: And I think the lady who runs Fifty Shades Portland as well.
1: Mm-hmm. So, that makes sense. Kenzie said, "I meant yes. the biggest fan is debatable, but he has very dedicated fans, and it makes me yes, really he happy. Does. He has so much support; he truly deserves it." And Betty wonders if Professor Pickton ever gets any visits from the readers. Betty, I well, wonder actually, that
0: too.
1: I wonder that too, I was... and I wonder how many people have tried to get her to reveal reveal the real deal
0: mm. well I was actually at the Eagle and Child
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I know in Gabriel's redemption or she went there with uh, Julia uh, when they were in Oxford
1: she I just think it's so election. cool that you I think it's so cool you got to go there
0: yeah I I was real excited. Susie was is actually there this week, too. I don't know whether she was at the Eagle. John I know. She was in that, that whole area. So.
1: Kenzie said Kenzie. she visited some so, twilight locations and the Cullen House and also went into downtown Seattle and saw the hotel. She's not sure if any she saw any more 50 locations since it was mostly filmed in Vancouver. I'll tell you what, Kenzie. The twilight, when my when my daughters found out I was going to travel in the Pacific Northwest, that was all my one daughter said. You've gotta go to Fork, you gotta go to Fork. I said, it's, it's too far off of my path. I said, I would like to go there. I, would, I think it would be fun to see um, the festival they have there every year for twilight. I think that would be great. So I don't know, maybe in the future that could be a, a fun road trip. Okay, As Betty, says, so can Betty says, can you imagine asking, walking into a imagine. hotel? and asking the account questions because you're helping an author do research
0: (laughs) (laughs) well when I was at (laughs) when I was at the uh, hotel uh, gallery art in Florence Mm -hmm. I actually did ask if I could see the suite I said you know (sighs) the, the novelist had written about it unfortunately it was occupied so they wouldn't let me go see it
1: Oh, man, I would love to see that suite. I would love to uh, spend a night in that suite, but I know it is
0: Oh, that's sweet. quite I pricey.
1: Mean... <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: th- I think my room, I'm trying to remember what I paid for that room, and I think it was like $2,000 for four days. That was a four mm-hmm. days, five days, something like that. And uh, so I figured it was about, you know 500 a night four or 500 a night and so that means that the suite would probably about eight eight hundred to a thousand dollars right depending upon the time of year
1: ah uh, <laughs> betty wanted to know if you asked if the guests mm-hmm. were the emersons
0: <laughs> uh no because i think the emersons were uh doing something else according to sr
1: Mm-hmm. So no, there wasn't the
0: Emerson's. Oh, and 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 so.
1: Kenzie said maybe SR was occupying it.
0: There was a group. I the first night I was there, I was in the um, restaurant, and there was a group of Canadians in there. I think they were like. Four oh my or five gosh. Couples. And I'm, you never I know. think they were from the Richmond area, <laughs> which is in okay. Ontario, um, near Toronto. Like a suburb or something. So whether you know, Mm -hmm. maybe you never know.
1: Yes, Kenzie loves Canadians.
0: Yeah, Yeah, that reminds me. Remind me this week to get a hold of my cousin or my my niece to find out the exact address that my husband lived in. Maybe we can take a swift drive by. I
1: will. That would be great to go visit that site. Yeah, Very I don't much. know whether
0: Mara will know it, but I and I'm and my sister-in-law. I don't know how she is at the moment mm-hmm. mentally, but that's because she's close to eighty. <laughs> Not that you're wow. crazy, crazy at that age, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, so we gotta get, anyway. get, get our uh, fans together and our uh, fans and our. Yeah, you know, and whatever our together. little hankies,
1: and I actually uh, have my glass of Riesling. <laughs> I actually do have a glass well, of glad wine I'm right I didn't pour That's, a drink it, yet. It, it, um, I, I <laughs> in fact, Pam, I, I that was one of the things I'm like before I went up to the room to do the podcast. I'm like, I'm grabbing some wine, I need a little break because I've been working. And writing non-stop. And I thought I'd have a little glass of wine while I chat with you ladies and uh, celebrate this lovely chapter. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Well, the boss is actually going to be to Karen's house for her eggplant parmesan.
1: Oh, my gosh. I Karen, I miss this. you and I want to see you. I'm just putting it out there. I'm trying... I'm trying to get out to Pittsburgh. I thought for sure I would have been there by now. I think I've been saying this for six months.
0: Mm-hmm. And I still haven't gotten out there. I've never we'll been there. to Pittsburgh. Isn't that terrible? Except the airport.
1: The Pam, airport you've never been to Pittsburgh?
0: No, I was only, I was only ever in the airport.
1: we need had that. because I was flying that. from
0: New York. To uh, actually Cincinnati, which you actually land in Covington, Kentucky, and
1: then mm-hmm. drive over
0: to Cincinnati, and we had a we had to change planes; it wasn't a direct flight. <laughs> oh well. So, Yankees at so 30. shall
1: we? Uh, I'm. I think I'm ready for this chapter. I don't know, ladies. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Lori, you're making me laugh <laughs> Lori said she's glad I'm not at a Chick-fil-A <laughs> I am too Although I was so happy last week That, we, that the, the Wi-Fi was good And we didn't have any weird interruptions So um, You know I try As much as I can to not have, Miss a podcast So Yes uh, chocolate cake is a good option if wine is unavailable, Betty. I would gladly That's have the chocolate option. cake right now. Although I'm trying to eat, I'm trying to eat clean, as they say. But I will. I do have treats, and I saw someone earlier had put. I think maybe Kenzie made a mention of the poutine, and that will be happening. Yes. When I'm in Canada.
0: Oh, what is that bar you with? What is that bar you put in? The nanu nanu, nanu bar. <laughs> The poutine should be interesting. It's not bad. I can't wait. See, and it's easy, and it's easy to make. Actually, you make French fries, brown gravy, and get cheese curds. Yes. But okay.
1: It is. Oh, the Nanamoya bars is what she said.
0: Okay,
1: I have no idea I know. what they are. Karen was saying, uh, I know, we'll have to check them out when we're up there. And Karen says, we have to get Pam to Pittsburgh. The Turkish restaurant is waiting for us. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Ooh. Absolutely. Oh, these chocolatey chocolate graham cracker, graham coconut cracker. based sweet cream filling, finished with a rich layer of uh, a layer of rich, semi sweet chocolate. Oh my gosh. Yes,
0: that does sound oh good. my gosh. Although I, I feel tarts. like my
1: clean, my clean eating is going out the window. I have a feeling while well, we're, uh, I'll do a little bit of, uh, I always like to say I like to balance. So right. I'll be balancing and the I have a
0: butter tart when right. I was there last time.
1: Oh, that's right. So, yeah, I
0: want to try too. that. I've never had. It's like shoe fly pie.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of wonderful dinners, Nicholas and Acacia, Nicholas and Acacia actually returned after their dinner to Acacia's apartment. You see how I did the the transition there that you tried to do like five minutes ago? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we're in chapter 44. They had just had that wonderful dinner and very momentous dinner at the Jules Verne. And a lot of revelations were made. There was some tension and some fear, uh, but obviously there was also a wonderful acceptance of the the relationship that they're currently in. And Rick and Kurt's replacement was standing guard in the hall as Nicholas and Acacia entered the apartment. By this point, Acacia was desperate for Nicholas. It had been a very intense night. He was carefully lighting candles and had Andrew Kroos playing in the apartment, which was the beautiful music that Pam was playing at the beginning of the show. He asked where Claude was, and Acacia told him hiding in the bathroom. Nicholas said, finally, there's some privacy. And he smiled as he was helping Acacia set up the queen-size bed. She removed the pillows from her newly organized closet saying the look on his face when he saw the bed was priceless, which I just thought that scene was really funny the way it was written, because I can imagine his jaw just dropped when he saw the single bed. Nicholas stated that he knew that his mother liked her and that she liked them together, and he couldn't believe that she would sabotage him by incorporating a single bed into her design. Acacia laughed as she watched him remove his suit jacket and hung it on a chair, and just like that, the mood in the room changed. Betty said she wondered if the bodyguards wear headphones to block the sounds coming out of Ocasio's apartment. Good question, I Betty. So. I my guess My guess is no, though, because they need to be alert at all times, and part of the way they can tell what's going on is by hearing. So I think they just listen and ignore, and if something is... Seems to be awry. They would knock and then go in. That's my guess. I don't know if you guys feel the same way or not.
0: Wow! I also wonder if he has a chair.
1: Right. Right. You know,
0: I don't know. I'm trying to think. Standing out there for a long time.
1: Maybe they do have a portable type of chair. It's not a bad question.
0: So was, mes- and, I, and I think I wonder. Mhm.
1: Yes, it's true. Betty said it's hard to ignore what's happening in this chapter. Hi, Maite. I'm glad you could join us today. Um. Betty said, "Poor guys." And uh, yeah, they think that they probably are listening, Karen. Lori thinks they probably are listening to. Um, Just being very respectful and not uh, revealing what they hear, I guess. So Acacia in this changing mood, things are getting a little bit intense. And Acacia was mesmerized as he unfastened his tie and placed it over his jacket. He gazed at her as he undid his shirt, removed his cufflinks, setting them down on her nightstand. He took her hand and told her she was his reward while kissing her fingers. Acacia told him she was an award with a lot of baggage, but she really did care for him and that was all he asked for. He held his fa- her face and lowered his face to kiss her and it was electric. As they deepened the kiss, Acacia put her arms around his neck and she brought their bodies together, sighing into his mouth. She tasted of cinnamon. As they ended their kiss, Acacia touched his cheek, telling him that he did not have to hide from her, reaching to touch his prosthetic. And I have to say, um, at this part, it was incredibly touching, I thought very moving. We've had the discussions before about SR writing about scars and writing about beauty and I just thought this was a really really beautiful way to show the intimacy that this couple is developing Um, and as I'm looking at the chat room uh, you know I agree with Lori Um, Lori says in terms of the the bodyguards she also feels sorry for chauffeurs too which I completely agree with Um, because can you imagine some of the things that the chauffeurs witness and know go down in the back of their uh, vehicle? Oh my gosh. There's a reason why they have the little uh, screen.
0: Privacy glass. Um,
1: Betty says, (laughs) yes. She says, God bless chauffeurs. They see too many things. I wonder if they go to therapy. (laughs) And she also said they probably take vows of silence like a priest or a monk. Agreed. (laughs) agreed Good day. Good day. so this we're, we're at this very very compellingly beautiful and very touching demonstration of intimacy as acacia is touching the prosthetic and saying that he doesn't need to hide from her like she accepts him for the beautiful person he is and nicholas caught her hand asking it doesn't repulse you acacia told him and that it truly troubles her that someone hurt him, and others continue to hurt him because of it. But the scar was part of him, just like her scar was a part of her. It's evidence of your strength and your courage, Nicholas, which, again, I think was just so beautiful because it really is, it's, it's a sign of survival. It's a sign of endurance. Um, it's a sign of, of courage. So he kissed her hand and turned around She was going to call him back, and then she realized what he was doing.
0: (laughs) So he went to the mirror, and Acacia gave him his privacy. So he's, you know, fluffing the pillows and getting things ready. And a minute later, his hands were on her shoulders. And she turned and his eyes were cautious and she touched touched his her lips to a scar and she was not hiding from him he knew he, he who she is who her father is who and she accepted and as you are and he he started kissing her fiercely unzipping her dress and watching it fall to the floor it was a lovely dress he told her <laughs> <laughs>
1: Again, this would be great in, on film, right? <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh yeah, <laughs> better off than on. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, she was glad he liked it as he held on to her and and to take off her heels. Again, thank God he didn't make a poor girl stay in those heels. I'm
1: sorry,
0: <laughs> I, I, I know SR loves shoes. I'm sorry, SR, I just, I can't, my feet. They hurt me, <laughs> even, when, even when somebody else is wearing them.
1: Well, you so, don't not... want you don't want your partner to be in pain, so I would think That's Nicholas exactly would want right. her to be as comfortable as possible. Sexy and sensual, as Betty says, she's melting here. Yes, I know this is so beautiful.
0: So he caressed her neck and he and he nudged her bra strap. And he started kissing her across her collarbone. He told her he loved her curves. And she says that's good because she liked to eat. And
1: despite <laughs> her
0: working out at the dojo, she will always be be curvy.
1: Amen he to that, sister.
0: <laughs> God bless it. He, he pulled the cups down from her broad, admiring her, appreciating her, teasing her with his mouth and his, On his thumbs, and she urged him on, kissing the shell of his ear and nibbling at the edge with her teeth. And with a growl, he released her, taking his shirt off and unbelting his pants and letting them fall to the floor. They came together again with urgent kisses, and Nicholas wrapped his hands around her backside and wrapping her legs around his hips. He carried her to to the bed, looking down at her, with
1: longing oh I need I pass me me the fan Pam pass me the fan yeah really (laughs) Really. (laughs) yeah and Betty had mentioned she would have taken those heels off the moment she stepped into the apartment she said it was the best line in the chapter exactly and as she said women like to eat women have curves embrace them here here I agree
0: I, I agree with you and as one person once Although me, I do love, I have to say, I love waist, heels, but... so. <laughs> well, you can still wear them. I just, I haven't I haven't been able to wear them since I've been 18, actually.
1: Oh, yeah. Well.
0: But. you yeah, know, what can I tell you?
1: Hey. Well, uh, you know, I'm Mr. a dancer, he so I have to be on my toes.
0: And, well, you got so glad I don't have the cushioning at the ball of my foot. And when mm. I was 18, I got very bad calluses on me. So it was hard. Ooh. to with. So anyway. 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 So Nicholas told her he delighted in her. What she says, her laughter, the way you speak. He rested her hand, his hands on her abdomen, and she's like. Come here, and Acacia says, pulling him closer to her. She liked his weight on her, and he was pleased with uh-huh. that because he liked the way their bodies fit together. And he undoes her bra, drops it on the floor, and Nicholas tells her that she is lovely in everything, and he especially points out how her skin glows in the candlelight, which oh, is so,
1: so true. beautiful.
0: It mm-hmm. is. You know, my, my aunt always told me that when you have a dinner party, make sure you have lots of candlelight because of the way it enhances your face. Mm. You know, so, That's an
1: excellent and, point. And there's a reason why people like to have uh, candlelit weddings. It just has that beautiful ambiance. It really has that wonderful yeah, it's warmth. The, oh, it's everything oh and it's magical
0: it is and it does make your your skin glow to and look look beautiful actually you know so 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 while he started playing with her watching her arousal grow while acacia's body found her body desiring him more and more and she didn't want to be selfish and she needed to touch him so she's tracing his abdomen along above his boxer briefs and you know blue I do notice SR is very descriptive even to the color they were blue yes. boxer briefs
1: <laughs> yes blue not black not gray not white
0: that's right blue.
1: <clears throat> uh betty's so wondering if, if the wears lotion with a bit of glitter
0: You know they, you, some even people even put little dust of glitter on their shoulders and stuff. So yes, it's true. So anyway, so he pushed her himself against her hand, and she's stroking him firmly. And she reached around to push his underwear off, and he stopped, lavishing her long enough to free himself from the boxer briefs and to roll on a condom. Now, here's the question I have. Not to break the mood, but (laughs) I'm all for safe sex. I really am. I mean, it's important, you know, but they've been together long enough. He's been checked regularly, so she's all right. She hasn't been with anybody for a while. If it's a birth control thing, I mean, they could have that conversation Know, or, that's you know, true are you on birth control would you and it just it just surprised me that they never got to that conversation
1: you know that is a question so. that we need to pose to sr i wonder if he'd respond to that my sense is maybe he's Probably. respecting her upbringing and her religion perhaps
0: well, i don't like, know. I, that could be but i also think he also knew that he had, she had been with Luke. Right. So, cause she had right. told him earlier, but, but it just, you know, I don't know, maybe she stopped birth control. I don't know. But anyway, so that, that is just what I, popped into my head. It's a,
1: good, <laughs> it's a really good question though, because I mean, they're at a very intensely intimate point in their relationship. And they're having a very intensely intimate uh, encounter right now, right? I mean, it's, it's not just sex. It's beyond sex. It's that, that bearing of their yeah. souls, accepting their scars, accepting each other, um, reveling in the beauty of each other. Um, so I think that's a really good... Betty says that's always a question that the characters seem to think it's too personal so they don't talk about it. That's, that could be true, Betty. Um, that could be. Kenzie says perhaps it was too early still in the relationship to really ask about that. Um, and Kenzie, that could be true. I, I, I can see that. Um, maybe they there, felt like they needed to be a certain time frame
0: or. Yeah. I mean, that could be coming up at <laughs> some point in time. Right. I you know maybe but, it, you know, maybe it just is too soon, but it I, could I don't be know. I
1: just I, I you know did did totally or, or maybe it's just a matter of simple and, and, uh, expectation and practice, right? I mean, it, it's almost ha- habitual, um, at, for Nicholas at this point, right? So, mm-hmm. it's not even a question of. To use a condom or not to use a condom—he's just so used to using a condom because he is that gentleman and he's very Mm conscientious—that it's not even—it's—it's like uh, rote. It's not even a second thought. It's just I'm having sex. I'm using a condom.
0: That just—you know—I was just Mm -hmm. thinking about that when I was reading this and writing it up. I mean it, it. and it's not just this book. I mean, it's, there's a lot, a lot of novels where there is a lot of yes. safe sex happening in the novels, and yes, there is. Know, but the characters have become so intimate enough with each other, and, and not just physically. I mean, emotionally as well, mm-hmm. that I would think that the condom is going to go away at some point. But it's never a conversation right. that people has
1: right well and betty said maybe one day birth control won't be a taboo uh Lori pointed out that maybe they're just being cautious you can still get preggers um which is honestly very true they're far enough along to entertain the thought of a baby so that's a good point point. and as betty yeah. mentioned yeah. or she said they're not far enough along to entertain a baby um and uh betty said better safe than sorry and Karen thinks it, she said she thinks it was out of respect to her. He may think the relationship is more, and he's afraid she's not there yet. Uh, you know, Karen, I like, yeah, I like that analysis because I think Nicholas feels like he is, he doesn't want to overwhelm her with his affection, I think, at this point. You know, she's she's just getting comfortable because she's had to open herself up and she's just getting used to not hiding anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really good discussion, ladies. I think these are all really good points. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Betty says a baby's I, a big step. Just... He probably doesn't want her to feel trapped.
0: Oh, I'm sure of that. I'm sure of that, but, you know, they're... I just, i just curious. I mean, it, you know, I, I, I just feel that it got, gets to a point in a relationship that, you know, where everything is going to be cool with each other. Whatever. Right. So,
1: well, maybe that'll be in book two. Maybe. <laughs> As Kenzie says, I think Akasi would freak if she ended up pregnant. No? I think oh, yeah, so. she would freak absolutely I, I think, think you're right on too. the money I I think they would both freak which would be interesting because um, one of the things I like about this book is their characters are a bit older than some of the typical mm-hmm. uh, you know they're a little bit more mature um, so I think there's a whole other level of <laughs> of freaking out that would happen uh, mm-hmm. it's not just the the traditional oh my gosh we're having a baby it's you know we're having a baby at this stage of our our lives and you're a little bit more established in what you're doing yeah
0: and I think their character ages are somewhat similar to Prince Harry and Meghan Markle Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. but I think
1: part of you know I definitely think part of the reason they got together was because they wanted to start a family (laughs) <laughs> Kenzie said I think Raven and William having a baby would be so precious Gabriel and William would make the ultimate mother hens lol
0: <laughs> oh my god I think so too <laughs>
1: well and that you know Absolutely. in terms of next steps I, I, as, as much as I'd like a second book uh, with Nicholas and Acacia I would love to see what happens next with William and Raven that would be cool so she we shall to see, see. Her sister?
0: Now that he's uh, a gazillion years old, but a human, right? You know, right? Sperm count messed up. You know, was from you know maybe with what happened with her stepfather. Maybe she can't. Be interesting to find out.
1: Right, it would be. I I would like to think almost the opposite. Like his his ancient. Uh, ways would almost add like a some level of superpowers, and he'd have some incredible offspring with Raven, like like twins or triplets or something. So. Oh God, who knows? <laughs> As Betty says, Akasia is still trying to establish herself in her career. A baby would probably make life a bit complicated. Um, and as that's, that's uh, absolutely, true, but if you
0: remember, Julia was at that point where you know she's trying to work a graduate program
1: mm-hmm. and gets pregnant. That's right. So, and you know the moral of that story say. is you find a you find a way, you find a way. That's right. <laughs> Julia Freak, but rightly so. Yes, and Willie has super sperm. Yes, Betty, I think Willie has super sperm. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. And speaking of super sperm, let's get back to our story because we're at a pretty intense time. We had our, our brief stop and discussion on the condom usage, but now Nicholas is settling himself between her legs, and his gaze became quite serious. Acacia traces his brow and asks, aren't you happy? Nicholas tells her that he is happy being with her, but he's afraid that he's out of practice of being happy, which again, that that tugged at my heart because he's lived through so much pain and he is really being bare and open with her. Um, But of course he doesn't want to dismiss her because he is happy with her she does make him happy she's just not used to being in this state she presses her hand against his backside nestling him closer to her she asks if he feels this his expression brightened as he replied yes she tells him we that we create something together that we don't have apart, and this makes him happy so, uh, Kenzie was saying she understood where both ends were coming from. Very realistic s- situation. I poor Nicholas. We made him wait while he, we discuss his safety habits. I know Betty, <laughs> but now he's, he's, he's safely ensconced within, uh, Cassia's, uh, loving arms. Um, and
0: loving embrace. And
1: so there, yes, loving embrace, <laughs> loving everything. um, We all feel the love. That's right, Betty. We all feel the love. So his expression brightens as he replies, yes, he does feel this. She tells him we create something together. We don't have a part. And this is what makes him happy. He kisses her with passion and with true happiness. And Acacia lifts her hips to him as he thrusts forward. He needs a moment, and she tells him That he feels so good. So we asked SR. When Acacia spied a slight vulnerability in Nicholas's eyes. and Because Nicholas asked Acacia to open her eyes. And she sees a slight vulnerability in his eyes. Something that Nicholas just could not hide from her. And I asked, you know, we asked him... When Acacia spies this slight vulnerability, what was the source of his vulnerability? Why did he feel so vulnerable? And SR said that he thinks the vulnerability is that Nicholas has realized he loves her and he worries he's going to lose her. So this is kind of that really intense moment that he knows he is over over the edge. He is completely fallen and overwhelmed with his love for her and that's that's his vulnerability because now he knows he's afraid that he may lose her and that would just destroy him so when she opens her eyes and nicholas is looking at her she says it's good and she she enforces how wonderful it is to be with him passion again overtakes them pushing Acacia higher and higher and she begged please, please opening her eyes and saying please Nicholas wanted to know what she needed again I'm inserting I'm inserting some commentary here but again Nicholas demonstrating how considerate and sweet and kind he is wanting to please her wanting to meet her needs which i just think is beautiful and i love the way sr writes yeah. this character um and betty says nicholas is a fofo <laughs> and laurie says so sweet and betty says take everything nicholas everything yes betty he is taking everything and icassi is giving him everything and he's giving her everything it's just it's just it's gorgeous This is so beautifully written. Sr is such a poet, just in the way he orchestrates these scenes. It's just so beautiful. Um, She dug her fingers into his backside, asking for more. He angled her body up, up, upper body, teasing her until she released with a yes.
0: (laughs) I want to know. Contemplating. Yes.
1: (laughs) That's why I was laughing because. Pam, Pam inserted. Hmm, is she a moaner, a screamer, or a crier? I say I'm going with moaner. That's my vote. Should we put that on? Should we have a Twitter? Should we have a poll? Is Cassia, a moaner, a screamer, or a crier? Oh my gosh. Oh You're my ridiculous. God. <laughs> <laughs> now how can we be turning this beautiful <laughs> scene into this but actually no I do I do I really think I think everybody's all free at some point don't you it's part of being a uh, oh, human yes. experience I think it's part of the human experience Betty says she's going with yes. Screamer <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well, so she wraps her arm <laughs> My mother and my sister had an
0: appointment before my sister got married, and the man upstairs <laughs> never had rugs in his bedroom. Oh and, my god! Uh, <laughs> my mother would <laughs> call my sister, "We have a moaner tonight, or we have a screamer tonight." <laughs>
1: oh my gosh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Betty says no it is funny because um, it's reminding me of, I was just in Memphis last week was it two weeks ago and um, we got back from being out and I was I, I needed to walk a little bit I just was restless and I wanted to I was going to go to the pool and I decided not to go to the pool that I would just um, kind of walk around within the hotel and uh, I walked by this room and i mean i heard everything at first i thought it was a tv and then i realized it wasn't uh-huh. and it was <laughs> unbelievable like i cannot unhear the passion um when this was per, this person was a moaner and a screamer and it was oh, a very definitive rhythm and I, I walked around the i walked the entire circle of the hotel and I passed the room again and things were still going on I was like oh my gosh (laughs) I I I told my friends when I got back to the hotel and I I I honestly thought for a second which is horrible to admit but I almost wanted to record it because I didn't think my friends would believe me I was like no I'm not gonna do that that's so disrespectful (laughs) And I get back to my hotel and I said, Oh my gosh, you guys would never believe this. I said, it was loud, like I could hear it down the hall loud. It wasn't just walking by the door. It oh was it was quite demonstrative. And um, yes, Betty, stamina. And my, my, my one <laughs> friend goes, Oh my gosh, we should have gone back there. We could have we could have waited till the end and then given them a standing <laughs> ovation. <laughs> I was, we were laughing so hard with the tears screaming. I said, no, we can't do that. That would just be mortifying. But but really in a way, just, just the thought of it is really funny. So,
0: oh my gosh.
1: Had to share that ridiculously funny story with you. <sighs> um, yeah, as Kenzie said, I would have started banging on the walls and encouraging them to embarrass them. <laughs> Lori says, awkward, LOL. Yes kenzie would have wanted to see who they oh, were
0: Lord.
1: kenzie i know it's funny because uh, then i went like every everybody i walked by the next day i'm like hmm i wonder where that is that the couple is that the couple <laughs> it was it was pretty funny but you know hey more power uh, to them i guess they were having a night of passion and they they got their money's worth so i'm glad they were enjoying their time <laughs> Lori loves your laugh, by the way,
0: Pam. Thank you, Lori. I'm trying not to be too loud.
1: <laughs> so after this wonderful uh, in- embrace uh, and interlude with Acacia Nicholas, she was wrapped her arms around him as, as he stilled, and she caressed his cheek below his scar, asked him if he was all right. And he... <laughs> replied that there always seems to be fireworks and that they explode when they are together, which is true. And Acacia tells him they're lucky and he agrees. The way they are together is different than it has been in the past for him. And Acacia felt the same way. And I actually think this is part of why Nicholas's realization, you know, when he was, had that, sense, that bit of vulnerability I think this, you know, it's all kind of coming together, physically, metaphorically, um, emotionally, spiritually. They are they are incredibly intense together, and they are incredibly open and connected, um, like they haven't been with anyone else. He brings her hand to his chest, saying she has stolen his heart. Uh. I'm just melting. I love that. That gets a heart. And Acacia smiled and said that it was an even exchange, for he has hers as well.
0: Ah, I love it. I love it. So beautiful. Take each
1: other. Such a great chapter. I know. I know. And 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 it's funny because when it's it's just so beautiful. Uh, and I, I forgot that this chapter, you know, we came upon it after that intense dinner, and I forgot how beautifully written and how, how incredibly intimate and erotic and it all is. the wonderful, beautiful things um, that SR can bring um, kind of was demonstrated in this lyrical, beautiful chapter. Um, Betty says, This was intense, especially now that they shared so much of each other. Secrets are a thing of the past. And Kenzie says, praise the God of writing. (laughs) Now let's go back to round two. He did a lot of research. (laughs) Yes, I love it. (laughs) Round two and three and four.
0: so and beautiful are we eating dinner tonight let's go again <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's right as uh kenzie just wrote research is important
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely i love it oh so yes yeah, so that was good you know and i think it really it, was it, it, putting a little bit of serious note in my voice if i can They've, all, they've also gotten into that um, point where they they are so emotionally and physically together that that it creates a beautiful bond you know and uh, that's the intensity and the intimacy and everything and them feeling it this time around is it's like you know, that is that is a true love connection. So. Mm-hmm. Anyhow,
1: Karen oh, says I gosh. would just like a round one, and Kenzie says round until you pass out. <laughs> Kenzie actually uh, yeah, well, wonder it's... if the couple in Memphis that I overheard um, <laughs> actually I wonder if they did round until they passed out. <sighs> Because they were <laughs> they were not letting up anytime soon. The twi- the two times I uh, walked by that room,
0: tantric it was sex, funny, yes, it was tantric sex. Was you could go was hours.
1: Yes, you could actually uh, you could you could you could play jazz to that rhythm going on there. Oh yeah. But Betty says Acacia Nicholas will probably need a week to finish inaugurating Acacia's apartment. I think you're right,
0: (laughs) and it's a studio apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Well, as
1: uh, as Gabriel and Julia have uh, demonstrated, uh, there's all kinds of surfaces that can be explored and and, used.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely, and they're very well at that because they were had that wonderful dining room table in Dubai.
1: That's that's true. Betty says, I wonder what would be Paul's reaction if he walked by and heard those enthusiastic sounds.
0: <laughs> I think Paul would laugh. I think it would depend upon who he knew was in the room or not. Oh, this is true.
1: This is true. He would cringe hey, if, if it was strangers. Julie and Gabriel.
0: Oh, yeah, he would totally die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: But, Betty, I'm very happy that you to Paul into the conversation because you hadn't done it until now, <laughs> so I was curious. Not a week goes by without the mention of her beloved Paul. I love it. Your dedication right. to Paul is beautiful.
0: And I think that SR should really write into that.
1: <laughs> That's right. I know. Who are we kidding? His next book's going to be the Betty and Paul story.
0: That's right. <laughs> That's what he's working on. <laughs> uh, Kenzie
1: said one of the sexiest scenes I've ever read was in um, Gabriel's Redemption, and she thinks. And Gabriel needed to work out his tension, and he made her watch them in the mirror. He says, You think I'm finished with you? one or something like that melts into the floor yes uh yes uh every scene he writes is just it's just beautiful
0: and (laughs) men have a thing of being a voyeur in mirrors
1: yes yes they do i've
0: learned at least the men that i've encountered yes
1: (laughs) i think that's something about the the male condition
0: I guess I.
1: They're visual. They're very visual.
0: Very yes. visual. hmm So I, um, I uh, you know, <laughs> some people are just participants, and some people like to watch. That's
1: true. <clears throat> uh, Betty says Paul's
0: always on my mind.
1: I might need help. Lori says it's perfectly fine. Betty, don't worry. And she says, Oh my, so wonder what kind of wild adventures Paul and my alter ego might get into. We'll have to wait and see, Benny. <laughs> uh, That's right. And Kenzie said, I'd like to know what everyone's favorite sex scenes from his novel is. Good topic. I wouldn't know an experienced LOL. Um, <laughs> I think that might be a great topic for. <laughs> That might have to be a whole its a whole uh, own podcast, Pam. What do you think?
0: think yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we're we'll gonna need Dr. a Ruth lot of fans too. and a lot of hankies. It can be across it. it can be across the uh, the spectrum of SR's books, though. I think we should do that. That would be a great podcast.
0: That would be fun. That would be fun. That would
1: be fun. We could try and get SR to come watch
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see what his favorite
1: scene is. <laughs> There's no way he would agree to that. But that would be that would be great to Yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> he, he might get a resp- he might give us a response though
0: to what his favorite That's scene true. is. Maybe the favorite you know, one he
1: wrote. I don't know. And I why is it know. your favorite one you
0: wrote? <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: I don't know. We'll have to
0: see. In, inquiring minds want to know.
1: <laughs> I love the idea. Inquiring,
0: though, I think we should do it. Fa- fantasy minds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. He probably I, I... would, Betty. He does like to keep you on your toes. <laughs> oh God! The yes. stuff he comes up with sometimes.
1: I know. Kenzie says he'd blush to the point. And he'd hide in his
0: hobbit hole for days. Um,
1: Lori says, I would and have to review and the maybe his ones. maybe Truthfully, Lori, I know. We might have to put this out there and say, give people time to kind of go through the cadre of, of, of scenes. Because not only do we have all the books, but we also have his outtakes also. Um, That's right. Betty says he Kitchen might give an answer. Outtake. He likes to keep us on our toes. Kenzie says they wonder how many are in each novel I'll have to reread and count I could ask on the Fox Den but not sure that's appropriate. <laughs> Lori says email him uh, you know Pam I not think we, we might have to do this and we can put we can we can put it out on the Fox's Den and we can put it on Twitter and have people submit their uh, their, favorite,
0: know, uh, their, favorites.
1: their favorite their favorites. we could intimate even have, a, scenes. have them vote And why? I don't know. This might be an epic podcast. (laughs) It would be. (laughs) (laughs) Or do we? we would have to wait until Promise. Yeah.
0: See what those those scenes are like.
1: Right, right. (sighs) Or you know, should we do one for each series? Like we could say which the favorite scene from Man in the Black Suit. What's the favorite scene from Florentine? What's the favorite scene from Gabriel? From the
0: Gabriel series.
1: Series. I don't know. This you, this, yeah. this has
0: lots of possibilities. We could, we, could, we could think about it. I think so.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kenzie says do it. Each novel, there are so many. Oh, You're my right. God. <laughs> Maybe we'll start with The Man in the Black Suit. To select the scene on the laid, you know toward the end perhaps boy that that's a lot of that's we'll, a lot we'll of work we'll
0: have to work on that
1: i think yeah maybe we'll do some kind of a schedule yeah. or something or else we'll be talking about <laughs> sex scenes for weeks <laughs> one per book how many months is that like <laughs> almost three months how many years <laughs> <I know. laughs> as Kenzie says not on a Sunday would we have to pick who's oh, the best Sunday's lover the best. Two, Gabriel, Willie, or Nicholas oh Betty that's like that's like a Sophie's choice right there I don't think I could pick who's the best yeah. lover yeah, Laurie, yeah the best lover I agree has to be- William and Raven have some good ones <laughs> <laughs> that would knock their pride down, uh, <laughs> Kenzie says. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, that's... This, I would, this that is, would... I, we, will, we will take this under advisement, ladies. Great idea, Kenzie.
0: <laughs> and we'll have to I find out it. from what pages of the Kabbalah did he find these scenes that became so intimate.
1: You know that the would be has
0: interesting. Great sex in it. Well, right. The Kabbalah.
1: I know. We might have to do that. We we could dig deep.
0: You good. know,
1: not just dig into all the all the restaurants and the good food. <clears throat>
0: right.
1: I guess this is another kind of food we'd be digging into. It's
0: food for um. The soul.
1: Betty says, Willie and Gabriel have more books, but Nicholas is intense in his scenes. I have to say some of the scenes I think the scenes in The Man in the Black Seat are incredibly intense and probably some of the most intense uh scenes, intense lovemaking uh depictions of any of his books.
0: They're more disturbing, really I think. It. I think
1: it's all about having yeah. that, that yeah. wonderful Brazilian heroine
0: experience. Mhm. And you know, and a part of it might be their Absolutely. experience. Absolutely, it is their the experience. Ex- you know what?
1: It. it is. It's their age. When you're 20, it's their confidence level. There's quite a difference between the early twenties, uh, Julia
0: and your mid 30s and
1: the mid 30s acacia there's a there's a lot of growth there there's a lot of uh, a yeah. lot of confidence yes lori food for thought so ladies this has been a great uh, so ne- i knew this chapter would be fun you guys never disappoint it
0: would it was fun so we got a good one coming up next week too We are going to be meeting up with. Yes, we do. Our favorite BRB guy. You know, Inspector That's what a shame. right.
1: <laughs> Officer Inspector Watershed. <laughs> that be shame. good. And I love it. Inspector, Betty said she blessed when she read The Men in the Black Suit love scenes. I was speechless. I thought the boss was bold and brave. Kenzie said yes. The yes, different was side was these. shown. I agree, Betty. Uh, you know, I, I, I definitely. These, these scenes were. He, he, he upped, he the he upped the flame on the on the stove. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, he Blues did not. The versus Nicholas um,
1: pay per view.
0: <laughs> you know, the neat thing is he didn't. He he didn't get exter- extremely graphic. But the intensity was, was graphic. And I, you know, it just brought out so much emotion and hiding under the covers when you're alone, (laughs) reading it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, it's, it is the intensity. It's the emotional intensity uh, it's that connection. It's that intimacy that he's conveying. It's the language he uses. It's the it's the imagery that he paints. He paints the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, he paints the emotion. He uses the senses. It's 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 quite affecting. Mm-hmm.
0: He does use the senses. Karen that's says one she paid for I... that, Betty.
1: Luke versus Nicholas.
0: Nicholas pay-per-view oh yes <laughs> would it be a mud ra- mud wrestling match or was, would it be caged <laughs> like an MMA <laughs> so. I'd say caged well Karen's got to run and Betty
1: going back to your point said yes and I think we're about ready to run Betty said the scene had been so intense to her it was raw and so heartfelt. And Betty says yes. cage fight definitely. <laughs> and Karen have a wonderful rest of the week. I'm so glad you and, could join and, us. Uh, um, hoping to catch up with enjoy you soon.
0: Because <sighs> that looks yes. so
1: good. I wish I could I wish you lived close to me because that's making me Really hungry right now.
0: <laughs> I am hungry right now, but uh, uh, I haven't made eggplant in a long time. That's something I'll have to do. I don't think I ever made it for my son.
1: I know. Now I'm. I, now that's all I'm thinking about right now. Mm, maybe we can get eggplant when we're on our road trip, Pam.
0: That could be a possibility.
1: At the at Could the like uh, the greek
0: place penelope mm-hmm. sure they'll probably have it
1: i love eggplant too
0: <sighs> so everybody
1: all right everybody. thank have you have a so great much. night
0: i'm hungry kk's made us all hungry and uh go for the sr sighting A friend of mine got tickets to see E.L. James at the uh, book signing in Toronto in June, and she sent me a message. She said, should I look for SR? (gasps) I said, (laughs) look for a man, good looking, (laughs) 50s, 60s, full head of hair. Argyle socks and a bow tie. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, she's like, she just laughed at me. Tip, I was going to email SR and say, if you're going to go gonna see her at the signing, take a video and give her a hug for me. <laughs> I gave him video. So, anyway, so <laughs> I digress. Uh, so we will be back again next week, five o'clock.
1: We're having so much fun. I I. I, I know. Yes,
0: yes. Five
1: o'clock on the fifteenth of May.
0: That's right. This will
1: be the the Wednesday before
0: our epic road Wednesday trip. Wednesday before the big road the trip Pan and
1: Leslie's great adventure. T- the great white
0: north <laughs> hopefully the border guard is not on patrol and SR has not told him <laughs> I know to, to look for us so. he, he, he may have told anyway. him not to let us
1: into the country <laughs> <laughs> well, like oh, I, boy, as I told him I said you're ex CSIS Pam yesterday pardon me Uh, Lori was asking if the hair song um, was for you yesterday, Pam. All I did was put out a Grateful Dead song. I have to say, (laughs) yeah, Touch of Grey.
0: Guess who's barking?
1: (laughs) I actually, I've not been on social media almost all week, and I actually saw that whole interaction. I didn't comment on it. I was laughing. I loved it so much. Kenzie and Pam, you guys were cracking me up with the whole hair thing.
0: <laughs> well, you know, he, I somebody, it. uh, something, It's I, it was, um, Cran put the pictures of new, uh, you know, younger and older.
1: Yes. Oh, right. She said, she said younger and older with the, yes, that's right.
0: And one had hair and the other didn't. And so that started that conversation.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I think Effie may have asked if there was any gray in his hair. So that's why I posted the uh, touch of gray by Grateful Dead. And he came back saying, I'm not dead, Mm -hmm. but I'm grateful. And I asked, well, uh, what about the touch of gray? (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And then he posted the hair. <laughs> song. Anyway, that's anyway. so great. Anyway, uh, no, he, he he doesn't want to be known as a man with a bald head. I don't. Not a men don't. So. <laughs> he is very touchy about Although that. Although
1: I he? think bald men can be incredibly attractive.
0: They so. can be, yes. I just. And you know, Mm -hmm. some men—it
1: really is about the ins, the inside of the person.
0: Yes, some men like to uh, buff their heads so they're shiny. It's like these young girls that can buff their legs Mm -hmm. to be shiny, and I'm like, how do you do that? Anyway, (laughs) is that a lot of oil in your legs? I don't know. Anyway. So, I am going to leave you tonight <laughs> with a Gilbert Montagne, Ona Zamir, and just for re- just for references, Gilbert is actually my neighbor Phil's nephew, and he's very popular in France. So, and he had lots of hit records in the seventies mm. and eighties. So, here you go. Here is a Gilbert. We'll talk to you next week, and have a good night, everyone.